here. Check it out. See, the only thing you need to do right here is snarl your freaking head. July 21st, and this is a special episode of the Fast Football Auctioneer Podcast. The Fast Auctioneer Podcast is the official podcast of the FastyFootballAuction.com, the internet's only site dedicated to all fantasy football auctions. It's just me, Uncle Buckets, out here today. We're just going to put in a quick little episode about a dynasty startup. Well, actually, it's a salary cap league, but I'm kind of treating them the same. I want to do a quick little uh, episode for you tonight. Uh, Blister and Slim and myself are all heading out together with 14 other, 13 other guys for a uh, big golf trip heading to Brainerd, Minnesota tomorrow, early tomorrow morning. So I knew I wouldn't be able to talk the guys into doing a podcast tonight, but I wanted to make sure we got one out there. So if you guys are ready, then I'm ready. Let's cock the hammer. It's time for action. Alright, like I said, it's a special episode. I'm going to talk about a dynasty startup. Uh, I guess it's a salary cap league that I'm getting myself into with, uh, one Mr. John Bosch. So we had John Bosch on the epi- on the podcast last year. Check out that episode. It's, uh, he really knows his stuff when it comes to auctions. He's also the host of Dynasty Game. Game Night, which is a pretty fantastic uh, pod to listen to as well. You play along with it. Uh, if you're a Dynasty lover, it's a good listen, especially in the off season. Lots of good guests and stuff on there. Anyways, uh, so he invited me into this league. It's a salary cap league. Now, I've never been in a salary cap league before, and I'm feeling a little over my head. There's quite a few other analysts that are in this league as well. It's a 14-teamer, and uh, the other 13 are all analysts. So I feel like I'm in a little over my head. But a lot of these analysts have never done a startup either. So that's good too. So on that note, I wasn't quite sure how I was going to tackle this. So I decided uh, to look at it in a couple of different ways. It's a salary cap auction. So let's treat this kind of like a dynasty startup auction. And that's the way I, I first started to tackle it. With a dynasty startup auction, I've only done one of them, and it was a few years ago, but the idea is that you got these guys for a certain window of time. So with the salary cap aspect of this auction, you have one to four years to sign these guys to contracts. So the way that this auction works is you bid up players, you win the auction part, and then it goes to round two, like a phase two of the auction, where there's years associated to that particular player, like a contract you would sign. So let's say you win uh, Amari Cooper for $30. Now you have to sign him to a contract. So you say, okay, well, $30 to a one-year contract. Someone can come over the top now and it's like bidding, but bidding on the, the contract length. So someone can say, okay, well, I'll pay $30, but I'll do it for two years. So now you got to make a decision. Are you going to go to three years or to four years? Four years is the max contract length for any one player. Unless you have a Devi guy, like a guy who's in college still, you can still have those guys on your roster too, but you can only sign them to five-year deals. So let's say a couple of years ago, you pick up Saquon Barkley and you held him for a couple of years 
now you've got them and you know you don't you're not have to worry about drafting them in a rookie draft. So anyways, so the way I'm going to look at this is like a dynasty startup. First of all, I want to win that auction. And then second of all, it's the contract length on top. So that's kind of like the bonus. That's the fine tuning after maybe you've got to an auction winning bid. It's the fine tuning now to decide whether or not you're going to overbid a guy or not. Or if a guy you were bidding close on, all of a sudden you're going to offer an extra year in the contract. So that's the way I looked at it. Anyways. So now I need to find some startup dynasty auction values. And that wasn't so easy to find. So how am I going to tackle this? I would need to find out what the dynasty ADP is, average draft position, because I think that's going to be important. And to know how to value the age um, and positions and such. So there's a lot of sites out there that have dynasty um, ADP for startups. I decided to go to Fantasy Pros. I just figured, you know, with a dozen or so, analysts that are giving their overall rankings and then this is like a consensus ranking you couldn't really go wrong with that as a starting point so i fired those particular guys uh well i the list i downloaded as a csv so it allows you to put it into a spreadsheet so i put it into a spreadsheet because that's what i do so i have quarterbacks running backs receivers and tight ends there's no kickers or defenses in this league so I needed to take a look at how those guys were going to be ordered as far as what the industry feels for a dynasty startup. So I put those into a spreadsheet. Next up, I was looking for dynasty auction values. And that's not very easy to find. So that's why I thought this might be valuable as a podcast. So I took a look at our auction values and I did find a site called Dynasty Process. I went through Reddit and I like super nerded out and I found this like backdoor website that you know i've never heard of before but i went in there and they had auction values and you could set the size of your league and whatnot so because there's 14 teams in this league then there's going to be a little bit more money out there so that means each of the dollar values are going to be uh a little bit escalated they're going to be up a little bit so then i took these auction values and the auction values that we have for our 14 team uh league list and I compared them and sometimes the dynasty process website had auction values that I thought were too low and sometimes they had them that were too high. So I cross-referenced those with our seasonal redraft auction values and tried to determine an estimated number, an estimated dollar value for these guys. So after that, I entered in all of those numbers into my what's going to be my cheat sheet for this particular draft. It's a slow email auction draft through MFL. So I had to have that cheat sheet ready. So I've got the auction values in there. Now I started to tinker with making some tiers. Now we always promote uh, drafting tiers, not players necessarily, and trying to find the sweet spot into the tiers. So I mentioned this in the article that I have on the website, thefantasyfootballauction.com. By tiering the players, you can find the sweet spot in that tier. We like to call it the auction U. A couple, three, four years ago, we talked to JJ Zacharyson and he brought up this idea of, uh, the, of a horseshoe. And so we've kind of tailored it into a U. But the idea is that the first couple guys in a tier go for a little bit more than they probably should. The last couple guys in the tier, because of the shortage and supply and demand in that tier, they go for a little bit of an inflated price. And it's the middle two or three guys that tend to go for some value. So trying to find the value 
in a tier is how you're going to make some extra money that you can now spend on a different position or a different player. So that's why tiering, I think, is just so important. So I tiered these players, not based on their dollar value, not based on their ADP, but based on how I would group them or draft them. Now, of course, there's some guys in each of the tiers that I'm just not going to touch. And I have to take into account age and those sorts of things. So when it comes to the age part of things, I think that's where the contract really is going to come into play. So the contract is from one to four years. So I'm looking at that as my window for this dynasty league. I'm only going to be able to hold these guys from one to four years. So that changes kind of the way. I'm not going to keep them necessarily forever unless I re-sign them. So I'm looking at a two or three year window. So guys like um, Julio Jones, although they're going, they're old, older players, I think maybe you have one, two, maybe three years left of them. So there's still a value to me in this system because I'm just going to use that two or three year window as my base. So I created this spreadsheet. I put in the auction values. I have the ages listed in there as well. So I have an estimated auction value. Then I have an actual auction value. So during the draft, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put in each of the numbers or each of the dollar values that guys went for. And I'm going to put that in the spreadsheet as well. And then I have a third column there that is call, is a differential column. So I can see where the deals were at. So what I did is I just took the actual cost and subtracted the estimated cost to see what the difference was. The uh, more negative the number, so minus 10 versus minus 7, right? That negative 10 is going to be a better deal. You save 10 bucks. And then I just use a spreadsheet. It's called a gradient. And I just uh, chose colors there. So the darker the green, the bigger the deal, the brighter the red, the um, the lesser the deal, I guess. So it would be really easy for me to find where the value is and where we're starting to see the value in these tiers. And that'll be, and it's a really nice visual. So not only is there a number there, but there's also a color. And I think that color is going to be helpful because you'll really be able to pick it out. That dark green is really going to indicate that there's a strong value coming around that tier. So this is a live spreadsheet. If you go to the website, dfantasyfootballauction.com, and you check out the article on Dynasty Startup Drafting or Dynasty Startup Auction, in there, there's a link to the spreadsheet. So now while the draft's going on next week, I'm going to continue to update that spreadsheet. So every time you click the link, you're going to be able to see the latest and greatest uh, situation in this draft. I'm going to add a couple more tabs because I want to track my players and I'm going to also have to track everybody else's players and their um, and the amount of money that they have left and those types of things that you always do in an auction, right? You need to know how much money you have left over, but you also need to know how much money everybody else has and the players that they have. So I might actually add a tab as well or a column into the initial spread, spreadsheet, into the cheat sheet with uh, a column for team so that we can I can quickly put in which team got which and then um, I can associate that into another tab and run everybody's rosters and I can see what I'm going to do. And I think for tackling this draft, one thing that I'm going to do is it's a super draft or super flex, sorry. So it's start one quarterback, start one running back, one receiver, one tight end, and then there's four flex positions. One of them can be a quarterback. 
So I think I need to target quarterback fairly well. It also has some Scott Fishbowl-esque scoring, um, quarter point per carry, some of those types of features in there, tight end premium also. I don't think I'm going to do a whole lot as far as the tight end goes. I just don't think I want to spend that kind of money in my auction to grab a Kelsey or Kittle. I don't trust Ertz. So if that's the case, then I might as well go all the way down and uh, pick up some some lower-end guys and see if I can stream them there. Because I think tight end premium, they're all premium, so we'll figure that out. But I think I need to get a decent quarterback. And I'd really love a Russell Wilson or a Cam Newton, I think, in this particular draft. Because I think... Because of their age, they may not go for as much money because people are thinking, oh, it's like a dynasty, so you get to keep them forever. I think because they're, um, you know, both that 30-year-old, they still have a lot of legs left. And so if I have them on a two- or three-year contract, that I'm still going to get a lot of life out of them. And I think the rushing and touchdown upside on these players is going to be big. Six-point-per-passing touchdown uh, point, you know, there's fractional points per carry. So I think that this is going to be, uh, upside for some of these more mobile guys. Now, would I love to get Kyler Murray and, uh, Lamar Miller, or Lamar Miller, Lamar Jackson? Absolutely. But am I going to be willing to pay that kind of money for really young guys who have only either started to prove it or haven't even been on an NFL field yet? I don't think so. So I think I'm going to try to spend my money on my first quarterback in that Cam Newton, um, Russell Wilson type of a thing, and then maybe come back with a Josh Allen or a Trubisky. It's kind of where I'm looking at it right now. So thinking about spending money kind of in that regards, I think I'm not going to spend money for an elite running back because I think I can piece together running backs over the next two or three years to give me uh, – you know, adequate points. I think I'm going to spend some money at the receiver position. So if I'm looking at my spreadsheet right now, some guys, what I do in my spreadsheet is I highlight guys I'd like to target. So right now I'm thinking that I'd like to target Michael Thomas or Stefan Diggs. I think at 25 years old, we to get two or three years out of them, I still get a lot of life out of them. Uh, Mike Evans possibly there too. Uh, Mari Cooper, you know, then I'd like to get maybe some guys that are a little bit younger, uh, in Chris Godwin or DJ Moore. I absolutely love Tyler Lockett this year. I think he's going to be a top 10 receiver for the next couple of years. And I think that the price point, he it's, he's going to be a value here. So I'm excited to pick up a guy to really start to auction on a guy like Tyler Lockett. I think I'll let other guys go after the Adam Thielens and the Antonio Browns. I think at their age point and, and where they are in their offenses, I don't think I'm going to touch them. But moving further down the wide receiver position, of course, I'd, I'd love to get my hands on Christian Kirk. I'd, I'd, I think an Allen Robinson is going to be a fair value because he's quite a ways down the list. He is only 25. And that offense, I don't think it's going to be worse. It's either going to be the same or get better. I'd like to see a Christian Kirk or a Kiki Kuti. Um, I'd also like some rookies. If I could, Andy Isabella, DK Metcalf, Debo Samuel, JJ Arcega Whiteside. I think these are guys that are going to have good, good value in two or three years as well. Um, but I'm really interested to see what the first round or two look like in this draft because I really don't know what I'm getting into. Salary cap, auction. I love the auction part. I'm worried about the salary cap part. Dynasty startup-ish also. So I'm a little bit worried about that. So that's kind of the the road I'm going to take 
when it comes to this draft. I'm thinking running backs too. Like I might start at a Nick Chubb or carry on Johnson, Marlon Mack, Derrick Henry, and kind of leave those top three or four guys to everybody else. Their ages are great. Saquon's 22 and Zeke's 23 and McCaffrey's 23 and Kamara's 23. But I just don't think I can afford to pay for them and get the receivers that I'm looking for and or the quarterback I'm looking for. So on that point, that's why I'm going to target the, that second tier type of a running back and hopefully get a couple in there and that'll really set me off. And I think if I look further down the list, Darius Geis might be a great value, maybe not for this year, but two and three years from now, he could be a real beast. David Montgomery, I'm starting to warm up to a little bit. Uh, Jalen Samuels, I think you could get really cheap and in a year or two is going to be um, well worth the money. Uh, Duke Johnson, if he ends up on a different team, Chase Edmonds, if David Johnson ever gets hurt. I like uh, Tony Pollard because he's going to be the clear number two and the clear handcuff to uh, to Zeke. So he'd be good trade bait later on, or he could be a bell cow for you if Zeke does something stupid or he gets hurt. Uh, Dexter Williams too, I think you're going to get cheap and could end up beating out Aaron Jones this year or next year as the running back there in Green Bay. So those are some of the running backs that I am targeting as well. Anyways, that's how I'm going to tackle this uh, dynasty startup. Not 100% sure what I'm getting into because it's not really a dynasty startup. It really is a salary cap league and startup. And I'm curious to see with the variation in the lineup, the variation in the scoring, and the fact that really nobody except for Mr. Bosch himself has done a uh, salary cap startup like this. I'm interested to see what all these newbies getting together, trying this format, what the draft is going to turn out to be. Now, moving forward, I'd like to write another article about how the draft actually turned out and maybe an article about what I learned as far as this type of an auction. I don't have a lot of experience in the my fantasy league slow auctions. This is a non-proxy, so you have to be bidding. It's a 12-hour clock. So it's not like eBay where you say, I'm going to pay $52, up to $52 for this guy. And if he only goes for 46 and, you know, you had the highest bid, you never have to spend that 52. You get him for 46. This is like an actual auction where you're going to have to keep bidding him up. So I'm curious to see what that's all going to look like. But I would like to write an article about how the draft turned out. And I'd like to write an article also on what I learned about the process. I'm excited to see what my team will look like. So we'll try to keep you posted. I'm excited to play in this league with other analysts and with this new dimension of salary cap and what that looks like as far as trades and as far as waiver wire and the rookie draft coming in the fall and all those types of things. It's going to add such a nuance to it. Like we played redraft for years and we decided to get into dynasty a little bit. And I'm in a couple of dynasty leagues and one keeper league and it really adds to the game because you're paying attention to it all year long. You're looking at player values, not just for one year, but you're looking at them, you know, if it's a three-year window or a five-year window, and it really changes the way you look at fantasy football. I think this with the contracts is going to change it even more and add a lot more depth to it. And I'm really excited to not only draft this team and play this league out, but also to figure out what I'm going to learn from playing in this process. So, anyways, that's a little uh, podcast I wanted to release. We just released in the the last episode was one of Slim's 
division breakdowns. So Slim always breaks down the NFC, and we released one of the divisions that um, is only available really in the membership area. So if you head on over to the website, thefantasyfootballauction.com, click on the members tab across the top, you can learn more about our membership area. We've got three different levels. The first level is just the spreadsheets, like just the spreadsheets. So each of the guys do tiers. We have uh, 300 plus players in our auction values spreadsheet. So you'll get that whole thing rather than just the few that are on the free area. You'll get my cheat sheet once I make it up. This cheat sheet that for this draft is already out there and for free. So you can click on it and have a look and see the, what my cheat sheets could look like. So you get all that and that's $4.95. Just click on the, click on, on the members area. It takes you to a store. You can use PayPal. You can use your credit card, whatever the case may be. You get the spreadsheets. It, it sends you to a link to a little page. You click on the links. Um, as we update the tiers and we update the auction values, those links are live. You click them. You got the latest and greatest update. So every time you click them, it's going to be the latest. Now the membership also goes all the way up to $14.95. So it's like a magazine and a beer. And for that, you get all of our auction values. You get all of our spreadsheets. You also get our premium podcasts. So this is something that Slim brought into the membership area last year. And he's taken his divisional breakdowns and put them into the premium podcast for the members only. So the one that I released is an example of what that breakdown looks like. 15-minute episode breaking down each division. Blister does that as a written article. Those are available in the membership area as well. Slim in the premium podcast will also talk about uh, how to tier players, um, running backs he likes, wide receivers he likes. He does different episodes all the way through the summer that are special and unique and are only for the members. So you get that if you go to the $14.95 and to the auctioneer level of the membership. Also, we have articles. Blister writes articles. He's got a couple articles there right now, and he writes them all, all summer long. And you'll get the full access to all of the articles as well. So for $14.95, the price of a magazine and a beer, you get premium podcasts, the premium articles, the full articles, and all the spreadsheets, including our auction values spreadsheet, which is invaluable, the the tiers, and my actual spreadsheet, the actual cheat sheet that I use when I go into auction drafts in late August. So head on over to the website, defensefootballauction.com, and check out the members area. If you have... Uh, one thing we've also added to the membership area as well after the 495 level is direct access via email. So we have a special members only email address. So if you have large questions, keeper questions are a lot of questions that we're getting this time of year. That's where you'll send it. You have a direct line to Slim and uh, Slim and Blister will answer those questions for you in depth. You won't see your league mates seeing it on Twitter and those types of things. And we're going to be answering less and less like DM questions stuff because we're just running out of time. We have too much action when it comes to the members and we want to make sure that we're, our priorities go into the members. So you get that access as well with the membership. If you're not in the market for the membership and you just like listen to the podcast, if you could do us a favor and on whatever player you're listening to, give us a thumbs up, give us a like, give us a rating, give us a review, all the, uh, give us a subscription, like subscribe to the podcast. All those things help us move up the rankings on whatever particular app you're using to listen to podcasts. And uh, that's just going to help us spread the auction love out there. So if you're not ready for the full membership, then at least give us, give, give us a little love on on your podcast app, 
Give us a rate and a review. Uh, give us an honest review. If you don't like it, let us know. If you love it, let us know. All those things help us move up the rankings, and it also helps us to know how to give you a better podcast. So we're going to be away. We're all out of town. Um, we're in Brainerd for most of the week. At the end of uh, the golf trip, I'm heading straight to Winnipeg, Manitoba to hit up Tesla and Def Leppard. Rocking it old school, little old school rock and roll for you at the end of the week. And then we'll get things rolling again next weekend. So that's all I got for you there. We'll see you guys on Twitter. We'll see you uh, on the website. We'll see you in the email. And for the rest of you, I'll see you when it's springtime in the Rockies. When it's springtime in the Rockies I'll become